Good morning, church. 27. 27. That is the number of baptisms we are celebrating today here at Grace Bible Church. Let me just say it's an honor being part of this church, our Grace Family Church, because we are living out the Great Commission. We are living out our mission, which is to lead our city into a life-changing relationship with Jesus Christ and his church. And we're going to witness that today. 27. The short time we have today, I want to just answer three questions when it comes to baptism. And we're going to look at today, we're going to answer the questions, why? Why should I be baptized? And then we're going to answer the question, when? When should I be baptized? And then last, we're going to answer the question, what? What is baptism? The why, the when, and the what of baptism. So let's begin with the why. If you have your Bibles with you, please open them up to Matthew chapter 28, beginning in verse 16. We're going to go up back and forth through our Bible this morning, so be ready to skip forward and backward. Matthew 28 is where we're going to open up this morning. Let me give us a little bit of context. It's Resurrection Sunday. Some of the ladies, the followers of Jesus Christ, go to the tomb, and the tomb is empty. An angel appears before them, and he says, why do you seek the living among the dead? He is no longer here. He is risen. So the ladies get all excited, and they go back to tell the apostles. And on their way back to tell the 11 apostles, Jesus appears before them. And we read that they fall down to worship him. And then I love Jesus' response. He says this, go and tell my brothers. What a beautiful term of endearment. Go and tell my brothers to meet me at Galilee. And here's where we're going to pick up the story. Matthew 28, verse 16. Now the 11 disciples, remember Judas had betrayed already Jesus. He's no longer here in the picture. He hung himself. So it says, now the 11 disciples went to Galilee to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. The same response the lady had. But check this out. It says, but some doubted. That blows my mind. These people had witnessed Jesus being crucified. They saw him put into a tomb. And now he is alive before them and they still doubt it. Church, it's the same today. People doubt the living Christ. He goes on in verse 18. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore, here's a great commission, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And here, I love this promise. And behold, he says, I am with you always to the end of the age. So why baptized? First of all, we are commanded to be baptized by Jesus Christ himself. Believers get baptized in obedience to what Christ has told us to do. 
we identify as Christ's followers through baptism. I love what Howard Marshall says about baptism. He says this, disciples were being baptized. Christ connects being baptized with being his disciple. When a person is baptized, they are identifying themselves with Jesus Christ. That is the why. What about the when? When should I be baptized? Turn over to Acts. Acts chapter 8. We're going to look at verses 34 through 38. A little bit of context again before we read the verses. We read that this eunuch is riding on a chariot and the apostle Philip appears before him. And the Holy Spirit prompts Philip to get in the chariot with him. And this eunuch is reading Isaiah, of the prophet Isaiah. And here's what it says, verse 34, chapter 8 of Acts. And the eunuch said to Philip, about whom, I ask you, does the prophet say this, is it about himself? Or is he talking about someone else? And then Philip opened his mouth and beginning with his scripture, he told him the good news. He revealed to him the gospel about Jesus. And as they were going along the road, they came to some water. And then the eunuch said, see, here's water. What prevents me from being baptized? And he commanded the chariot to stop. And they both went down into the water, water Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized the eunuch. When is someone baptized? After salvation, after someone understands, truly understands in their heart the good news of Jesus Christ, then that person is baptized. We call it believer's baptism. Acts chapter 2 verse 41. So those who received, those who accepted, those who trusted, those who believed his word were baptized. And there were added that day about 3,000 souls. Acts 8, verse 12. But when they, what does it say? When they believed. When they believed Philip as he preached the good news about the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they were baptized, both men and women. That's what it says. Listen, church. Listen closely. There's a lot of false teachings out there about baptism. Listen, you are not baptized to be saved. You are baptized because you have been saved. Baptism, listen, baptism does not save you. Jesus Christ, believing in him, that's what saves you. It's faith alone in Christ alone, period. It's understanding truly what the gospel is. What is the gospel? I'm really glad you asked. Paul says this in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 3 through 4. He says, for I delivered to you as first importance what I also received. Here is the gospel. That Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. That he was buried. That he was raised on the third day in accordance to God's word, the scriptures. Paul makes it very clear what the gospel is in Ephesians 2, 
verses 8 through 9. He says this, for by grace you have been saved through faith. That word grace is unmerited, undeserved love. By God's grace, through faith in Christ Jesus, believing that he lived a perfect life, died on the cross, and he rose again on the third day. When we believe in our heart that that was sufficient for the penalty of our sins, we are saved. We are justified, made right before God. We can't save ourselves. We can never be good enough. And this is why Paul says this, and this is not your own doing. It's trusting on the one who was good enough for you and for me. It's not by works. It's by grace through faith. And watch what he says. It is the gift of God. A gift is given freely to whomever wants to receive it. But whoever gives that gift pays for that gift. God purchased the gift of salvation by sending his son to die on the cross. And then Paul says it again because we're such hardheads, cabezones. Verse 9, it is not a result of works. It doesn't matter how many times you go to church, read your Bible. It doesn't matter how much you give. If you're doing it to earn your salvation, it's not going to happen. Not a result of works, so no one may boast. That church is the gospel. Why get baptized? Out of obedience. To identify as a Christ follower. When should we get baptized? When we understand the true meaning of the gospel, faith alone and Christ alone. After we are saved, we are baptized. And the last thing is what? What is baptism? The word in Greek of baptism is bautizo which means to submerge, to immerse completely, to make fully wet. And in a nutshell, baptism is a testimony. It's a testimony of an internal change in you, that you are now a new creation in Christ Jesus. Paul says this in 2 Corinthians 5, 17a. He says, therefore... Because Christ died for your sins and you believe in the gospel, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. He or she has been made right before God, a new creation. But he doesn't stop there. He says this, 2 Corinthians 5.17, again, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old, the old has passed away. And then he says this, behold, He's saying, pay attention, listen, this is important. The old is gone, it's dead. But good news is that you are a new creation in Christ Jesus. And that is the testimony of baptism. The old you is dead, no longer exists. The new you is alive in Christ. Baptism, church, is identifying with Christ and testifying a new life in him. And that's what we're celebrating today. Let's pray. Father God, we give you again so much thanks and praise that you send your son for a sinful people, uh, a people that didn't deserve your mercy and your love, 
but you are a just God. And you could not turn your sin, I mean, your, your eye away from sin. You, you needed to deal with it. And you dealt with it by sending your son. And thank you, Father, for that. And Father, I pray that for those sitting here that don't understand the gospel, that through your word it's been made clear. I also pray that those that have understood the gospel and are questioning if or when they should be baptized, I pray that through your word that that has been made clear. We love you, Father. We praise you. We say all these things in your son's name. Amen. God bless you, church. I love you guys.